Welcome to The Land Scene. I'm Lucy Solis, and this is a program dedicated to the people of our city. I wanted to create a place for us to have authentic conversations about the inspired stories, opportunities, and resources available right here in our town. As someone who has spent a portion of my life in poverty, I was able to change my trajectory through the help and the resources available right here in our community. I am proof that when we unify, our city and its people can rise together. Greetings, Capital City. This is Lucy with The Land Scene. And today in the studio, we have Sergeant Mandy B. Singer from LPD. Welcome, Mandy. Thank you very much. Thank you for being here. So let's just dive a little bit into your history. So tell me a little bit about yourself and what led you to become a police officer. Well, I was uh, born and raised a little bit north of here in St. John's, but I was here at LCC uh, going to school and I got a job with their public safety. And their public safety at the time was staffed with retired Lansing police officers. And I really uh, fell in love with the profession. I was not going to school for that originally. Mm -hmm. And um, I ended up doing a ride along with the Lansing Police Department. I was like, this is where I wanna be, and this is what I wanna do. And I changed my major and started with the police uh, department as a cadet. So you just knew it. I just knew it. Right along, and it was like this clicked. This is what I wanna do. I, I like. Uh, being out and, and about and, and interacting with people and I like maybe not always knowing what is in store for me and um, yeah we had a blast and I was really like I can see myself doing this as a as a career and so like I said changed the major and uh, within a few months I got hired with Lansing Police and I've been there ever since. That is awesome and I can see why you would want to do that because I had the opportunity to do a ride-along and it was only for four hours but it was it was so fun and it was so eye-opening and um, it, it just gives you as a civilian a different perspective of the day in the life of a police officer. Um, and I, I want to thank you. I know we're going to get more in and dive a little deeper into it, but I want to thank you so much for your service um, to our community because it is a lot oh, absolutely. what you guys go through yes. daily. Um, so you did the ride along, you went to LCC and then you went to school, you went to cadet. Yes, I got hired in as a cadet, which is more of like an administrative uh, job. Um, It's more for uh, people that have just graduated high school. They're going to college. Maybe they're not quite old enough to be a police officer yet. Uh, You can be a police officer at age 18. It's a little young in my opinion, but Mm -hmm. uh, Lansing Police, we prefer you to be 2021. And yeah, I worked with them for a year and a half, and they sponsored me to the Mid-Michigan Police Academy, which is also here at Lansing Community College. And um, once you pass that academy, uh, then they give you a job as a police officer. So then once you got hired in at LPD, like where did you start? Like, like how did your career, you know, take, walk me through your career. So for my career, mm-hmm. uh, the great thing about our department is we have so many opportunities for our officers. So as a entry level officer, you are going to start out as a patrol officer. That mm-hmm. is the backbone of any law enforcement agency. And I worked patrol for a long time mm-hmm. and um, I became a field training officer while I was, a, while I was on patrol. Um, and then I got the opportunity to go into our violent crime initiative team or be a part of that. Uh, again, uh, learned a lot during that mm-hmm. um, and came back out, uh, joined our dive rescue team. Uh, did that for a few years. Also joined um, our crisis negotiators and on our tactical team. Did that for a number of years um, before being uh, undercover. Actually, I'm still a crisis negotiator. <laughs> oh, wow. um, then I was an undercover uh, officer for a narcotics officer for a couple of years, and then I got promoted to sergeant. So I'm a sergeant now. I've been a sergeant for about four years, 
And um, during my time as a sergeant, I was a patrol sergeant for a little bit. And then I um, have spent the last three years as our staff services sergeant, which is our department's um, recruiter. We wear a lot of hats, but our main, my main job is uh, as the department's recruiter. Wow. That's a lot. It, it can be. That's a lot. <laughs> so what, what other departments... Um, for, for the listeners out there, what other departments can you move up that you didn't mention? Is there any other ones? As, yeah, as far as special assignments, mm-hmm. I mean, we, we have almost, if anything you want to do as a police officer, uh, we probably have it. So uh, just as, as a police officer, you can be, uh, you can ride our motorcycles, you can um, be a community policing officer, you can be a um, community service officer, we have that position, um, canine officer, um, Let's see, we have, and th- those are full-time assignments. We also mm-hmm. have like secondary assignments. Um, so that's where your crisis negotiators, you know, your accident investigators, um, tactical team. We have our own tactical team. That's always a really big one. Um, we actually have two uh, opportunities to be an undercover officer with us and also with the uh, Michigan State Police, mm-hmm. um, t- their concept team that's in the area. Um, we also have, we hear a lot of times, off, or people will say, well, I want to be an officer for a few years, and then I want to go to the federal government um, and be in the FBI or DEA, ATF, and that's great. Uh, we have that opportunity at our department. So not only do we have agents from those agencies embedded in our department, we also have officers that are credentialed with those agencies and work alongside of them. Um, so you don't have to you know, go through another academy or move your family um, to be a part of those organizations. We have them right here, and you can do both by staying in, with the Lansing Police Department in the city of Lansing. That's awesome. So you can yes. do all that here. So Very unique. For each special assignment, you offer the training as well here. Yes. Yep. Yep. We make sure you get training. We'll send you to the training. Um, and, um, you, you know, usually you have to be either you'll do it just before going into the uh, the assignment. Um, detectives are another one. That's a really big one that will get you a lot of hands on training prior to becoming a detective. Um, and then uh, you'll get a little more hands on training if you have like a specialty or something as you get into those assignments. That is awesome. And especially when you mentioned the FBI one, because I didn't know that. Yes. That's yep. pretty cool. So they'll, they'll prep you here. And do they partner with the feds? Yes, we do. So okay. yes, usually those agencies, um, you know, you have to put it, you put in your name that you say you're interested and those agencies will, uh, will work with the department to kind of see what, who, which officer they would want. Um, right now we only have one officer in each of those three assignments, but um, like I said, then you work alongside of them and you take Lansing area cases to those agencies. That's awesome. I did not know that. That's pretty <laughs> cool. So for the listeners out there, tell me like a day in the life of like with the community and, and, and one of the roles you had, like what do you feel like was the most impactful? I mean, we, we, we know a lot about the patrol, but like mm-hmm. anything else you could share with us? So my, my thing, um, being a crisis negotiator, mm-hmm. uh, again, obviously when you're a police officer, we, we don't get a lot of the time uh, sometimes to interact with, with the community when they're having a good day. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, when we have those down times, it's really important for us to be out there and making those connections um, just to say hi or play basketball with kids, stuff like that. But for me, my personal, um, you know, has been as a crisis negotiator and being on those scenes where, uh, you know, someone's having the worst day of their life mm-hmm. and, you know, they're thinking about really bad options mm-hmm. and being able to talk to them and build that rapport with them. And then, um, and there's been a couple instances where, you know, I've been able to, you know, get them to come out of the house and get them to talk to me safely um, and then get them the help that they need. And um, there's been a few that I've kept in contact with that are, you know, productive. Uh, You know, they're like, thank you, because I was, you know, I I didn't think I could ever, 
you know, see myself living a, a great life. And because of you and you just taking that time, I'm able to, you know, I've had, I have kids now, mm-hmm. I have a job, I have my own house, all this kind of stuff where they didn't think that maybe, um, their life was worth living anymore. And now here they are and they're a productive member, um, you know, in society. Yeah. Thank you. Cause I, I can't imagine, I can't imagine going through that and, and, and helping it's, it, it's rewarding to help someone, but just Absolutely. the experience of and going the, through that and the trauma. Yes. And, that, and that's the other thing is, I mean, <clears throat> as patrol, you, you get that a lot too, is that you, people are calling you and they don't know what to do. Um, mm-hmm. even something as maybe a minor traffic crash, they've never been in an accident before and they don't think, well, you know, what do I do next? We well, call your car insurance and here, here, you know, and just helping them through those, those tougher times, um, is always been rewarding to me is that, you know, just to kind of be, uh, maybe a little bit of positive light in their life when it, they're not having the greatest day. Right, because sometimes people can be intimidated by the police. Absolutely, you I know. know. And we're people just like everyone else. That's right. something that, you know, I'll say this. This is something that uh, all officers hate to hear. Uh, those parents that have their small children and they say, hey, you better behave or they're going to arrest you. We don't like to hear that. We want them to know that we're here to help. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not scary. Uh, and, and, you know, we, sh- we, we are here to be a partner with the community and not work against them. So to piggyback off of that, how do you feel LPD, because I see you guys everywhere, um, as your community police officers, how do, you f- how do you build that rapport with the community, that trust with the community, that relationship? I think that it's, it's going out there and, and working alongside of them. Again, it's not just the showing up to them, to, to their houses or their area when they need uh, police assistance or there's something going wrong. It's being out there and, you know, helping uh, a neighborhood maybe clean up an abandoned house. It's being out there, um, you know, the parks are a really big thing now that's starting to get warmer. Um, you know, being out there making sure that they have safe equipment and, and listening to people's complaints on what we can do to make their lives, their areas better for them. Um, and it's not always arresting people and writing tickets. And I think that's so important, listening. Yes. and Because and and it makes people feel heard. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and I think that that's what it is. And it's, and it's also, though, letting them know that we love this community just as much as those you know, those people that are living in the community that we're talking to, we're like, we're here for a reason. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm not originally from here. My entire adult life has been here and I've never once thought of leaving this community because it is so great. And it's awesome. It's and, the best. Yes. I love Lansing. <laughs> and, and it's, and it's a lot of, you know, just, just letting them know that we're here for them. And we, and we have a lot of different resources that we can help them with or direct them to get, get them in touch with certain um, people. And all they have to do is let us know. And I think that it sometimes, you know, Sometimes people are better at building that rapport than others, mm-hmm. um, and and we do have officers that are there to look at the hard crime and all that kind of stuff. But we do have a large majority of our officers that really want to be out there and they want to have that personal contact connection with uh, with the community as well, and and that's what we're here for. Um, and I think that you know the more events that we go to and the more interaction we have with our community, the stronger those bonds are built. And that's kind of what the emphasis is with the community police. Policing, yep. And Absolutely. and there's one per, is it ward or? No, well, so we have, I think we're stemmed out for, I want to say 11. Um, we don't oh. quite have 11 right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we're working on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but so they're, they're, they're in uh, various areas of the city. Okay. Um, and and then that, that's their job. That's what they love to do. And, and generally they are assigned to areas that need a little more resources for whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe it is a little bit higher crime. Maybe it's a larger business area. 
Um, maybe, you know, there's a large group of um, like a refugee population that maybe don't uh, know this area very well and just need additional resources. And, and that's what those officers are there for is to really focus in on, on that little area of our, of our community and build those bonds and get those residents with anything they might need. I still hear um, positive compliments from the first responder food drive. Like that impacted so many people. And so, like you said, not, you're just not out there and answering questions and engaging and picking up trash, but you have an opportunity to interact with them and give them food, something that they need, Absolutely. which yes. is so impactful. And again, thank you to you and your team for that. That I mean, I still hear about it. Just the other day, somebody complimented, when's the next one? And so it's pretty awesome that you guys do that and it, think about the... Yeah, and there's been so many things. Our community service officers, uh, who, those people that have taken on those roles, they have so many things that they do uh, that aren't advertised. I mean, every year we adopt families for Christmas, mm-hmm. and, and us as officers bring in money or gifts to give to them. No senior without a Christmas. We're always involved in that. Mm-hmm. That's um, the, huge. The food drives, yes. Mm-hmm. And there's so many different ways that um, we want to give back to our community, and we hold a lot of different events throughout the year for that purpose. Mm-hmm. So if, if somebody listening um, here in Lansing wanted to get a hold of their community resource officer, right, would they just go to LPD's website and they can kind of see Absolutely. Yep, yep. their area? Yes. Is that how it's divided yes. up? If you so go to lansingpolice.com is the easiest way. It will direct you to our website. Uh-huh. Um, and then you can kind of look at different resource or different um, areas of our city that we have and the different resources and the officers assigned to them. And then their contact information is right there. Yes. That is awesome. Wow, you got me thinking. I'm so excited. I'm so excited about just hearing that because it gets me motivated to interact more and engage with the community and the police, yes. you know what I mean, and, and get us out there. So, so tell me about future police officers. Tell me, how, how do you guys reach out to them? How do they, I mean, do they contact you? How does that work? A little bit of both. We have actually a lot of opportunities uh, for people to become police officers, and we're always looking for people within our community to become police officers in our department. And, you know, we really think that that's the best way for them to make another positive impact in their community. Mm-hmm. And so we start out very young. We have an explorers program and those are for people that um, are you know around 14 high school age. Mm-hmm. Uh, they meet a couple times a week and they go over a variety of things. Um, they, they are learning how to be a police officer. So they will do mock um, interviews and mock traffic stops, uh, that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have a statewide competition that they do every year. Our explorers are, uh, they've won several years of that, or they've placed always in the top three. That's a really great group that we have. Um, but that's kind of a way to kind of keep them engaged. And then another part of that is when we have our bigger events, Silver Bells in the City, Common Ground, little things like that, where maybe we need a little bit more hands-on presence. These young uh, guys and gals will come out and they will help us um, and they'll be a part of it. And you just love seeing the smile on their face and it's great getting such young people involved in community events. Uh, Once they graduate high school, they can still stay part of the Explorers, but then we have opportunities for them to be a cadet. And like I said, that's where I started out. And a cadet is something um, right now where they do some administrative stuff. They handle our front desk. Uh, they do uh, any of the online reporting that uh, someone might put in, they kind of put that in there. So they do kind of more of that clerical work for us, but they get experience in speaking with people, customer service, uh, report writing, and then they get to do a lot of ride-alongs uh, along with our officers as well. Once they become 21, that's when we, or around that age, they'll, they'll, we'll send them to the academy, mm-hmm. um, and then they can become a police officer with us. So it's an easy way to, you know, kind of have that guaranteed step into going to the academy. 
Um, and like I said, sponsorships, we're always uh, looking for sponsorships right now, which is going to those police academies. Um, we go, uh, there's two police academies uh, right now at LCC mm-hmm. and uh, one in the spring, one in the fall. And again, we'll pay for your school. We pay you to go and then we guarantee you a job when you come out. That is awesome. Yes. And, and like I said, the academies are not cheap. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 17 weeks and it is, you know, 40 plus hours a week. And I think my recruits that are in there right now, they might say it's actually closer to 50 or 60, but <laughs> um, they're almost done. They graduate here in a few weeks. And, um, and it's, it's a really great thing. Um, like I said, at LCC, maybe I'm a little biased, but I think their academy is one of the best in the state. So it's, it's really fun to watch uh, a new recruit come into that academy on that first day and, and mm-hmm. graduate with that confidence and ready to... Um, come out and you know meet their community that they're going to be serving and just really excited to get back into or get back get into the job itself. So to go back a little bit on the Explorer program is that something that they can get information from from their schools? Is that how that works? No like if you're 14 when you're talking about being 14. Yeah so usually I I believe that they actually I think maybe like the scouts are the ones that kind of pass on Explorer stuff but uh, again, that's something on our website that we have. Okay, so that information um, yes. is available on the yep. website. Okay. Yep. One of the things that is on our website that I know is is contact a recruiter. There is an option to contact uh, for the police explorers as well. I was just going to ask you that. How does somebody contact? Yes. <laughs> what about, um, I know we've talked before a little bit. You guys have recruiting fairs too mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Occasionally or a couple times a year. I can't remember what you said. I'm sorry. Well, we, we go a lot of, to a lot of recruiting fairs. Okay. So whether okay. it be at colleges or universities, um, we've been reaching out to high school classes to see if maybe if anyone, if they have a group of people that are interested, can we come in and talk to them? Um, we've done, like some of the counties have uh, like track programs for law enforcement. So we always are there talking to them. In fact, today they're doing a, a competition uh, in Ingham County. And so we have recruiters there. Uh, just, what kind of competition? Uh, I, I believe, I've never been to this one before, uh-huh. but I believe that uh, the Wilson Ta- Talent Center in uh-huh. Ingham County is showcasing what they've learned uh, this awesome. year. And so, and then they have officers there that are, are judging them and, you know, kind of grading them on how they handle a situation. They're going on like mock calls and stuff like that. So That is awesome. Um, my cousin's little boy was in that program. Yes, it's a great program. Yeah, yeah, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Anything else you'd like to share with us? About LPD, I think we wrap it up. Yeah, I mean, community members, you know, I, I feel personally that I've felt the, the support of the community. But if there are people out there that, you know, feel that we can do better uh, and we're always willing to listen to that. And if you want to have more of a hands on look for what we do, uh, more than just that ride along, always look into the Citizens Police Academy. That's a great thing mm-hmm. uh, to be a part of. I believe it's like eight weeks long. It's like on a Wednesday for a couple hours. And it's a great way to see uh, see things from our side mm-hmm. and, and kind of just get a different perspective. But like, I, but we're always willing to, you know, see other people's perspective as well. And, um, but I always look at those police, uh, those citizens police academies, because it, it does give you a lot of information uh, that maybe you don't always know. And, mm-hmm. um, and then it also gives you an opportunity to have more of an interaction with someone that maybe is a use of force expert or, um, someone that is in charge of recruiting. And then you can have those one-on-one conversations with those that you might not always get just calling someone to your house or stopping uh, someone that you see in the, on the roadway and wanting to talk to them, where you're going to have those experts there. That's awesome. And that is also available on the website? Yes. yes. So citizens, and that's once a year? Uh, they have them a couple times a year, oh, but times a year. Uh, okay. right now our community service officer, Officer Anthony Vandevorty, is mm-hmm. the one that handles those. So if you contact him, he can let you know when, when the next one is. So I think they usually have them in the fall and spring. That's awesome. That's awesome. I cannot thank you enough for your service. 
again, I've done a ride along. It was just very, very eye opening. Um, thank you, Mandy, so much for being here. Absolutely. Thank All you. Right. Take care. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to The Land Scene. Music for The Land Scene provided by Joystack. For more information, go to joystack.org. To listen to this episode and others on demand, visit lccconnect.org. If you have a story to share or would like to be a guest on the show, let me know. I'm Lucy, and thanks once again, Capital City. It means so much to me to have the support of our community. Remember, when unified, our city and its people can rise together. Thank you.